When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, what's up, what's up? We are back with another edition of the DNVR Rams podcast. I'm Justin Michael. It is Friday, June 16th in the afternoon, a little bit earlier than I'm used to recording. But we've got a ton to talk about. CSU football, they released the new uniforms. If you want to see the visual, head on over to thednvr.com. I have an article with photo, but I'll talk about them a little bit on this podcast as well. I'll give you my thoughts on them. I personally think that the change was necessary. I will get into that here in just a little bit. After that, going to get into the San Diego State situation, which gets juicier by the day. They have reportedly told the Mountain West that they intend to leave the conference, not officially giving notice that they are leaving, but that they intend to leave. Not only that, though, they have actually also asked for an extension on the June 30th deadline. They have to officially inform the Mountain West that they intend to leave for 2024 by June 30th. Otherwise, their exit fee goes up to $34 million. I'll give my thoughts on all of it after we talk about the uniforms and all that. But Gloria Navarez better respond with, hell to the no. Show me the money. The entire point of having these exit deadlines is to protect the remaining members. And yet, San Diego State, they're probably gone. They're probably gone. We all get that. We're not going to make it easier for you to leave, though. Get the fuck out of here. Excuse my language, but my God. We'll get into it. We'll get into it all. Uh, Real quick, I did want to mention this tweet that Jim Nagy, the director of the Senior Bowl, put out. He had a nice little spotlight for CSU and Torrey Horton. He posted this this morning. Senior Bowl is getting into group of five evals and Colorado State wide receiver Torrey Horton safely projects as a draftable prospect. To that point, many NFL teams we've spoken to have CSU football designated as an A-level school. That means area scouts will visit at least twice, so Horton should get plenty of attention this fall. He went on to say, first thing that pops on tape is Horton's ability as a legit deep threat. He got vertical on Michigan's talented cornerback duo, including Bengals second rounder DJ Turner, who ran combine best 4.26 last year, so we're confident he'll be at a minimum a low mid 4-4 guy. Horton's long, wiry build, listed at 6'2", 180, and linear gear remind us of his former Nevada teammate and Senior Bowl alum, current Green Bay Packers starter Romeo Dubs. One of the craziest stats in this year's Senior Bowl eligible class is that Horton scored two-thirds of CSU's offensive touchdowns last season. He scored eight of CSU's 12 TDs. Head coach Jay Norvell, who Horton followed to Fort Collins from Nevada, is recruiting at a high level, so Horton should have more help this season. If Torrey Horton ends up getting invited, he'll be the first Rams wideout in Mobile since Dallas Cowboys' Michael Gallup in 2018. Should note, however, that Trey McBride attended the Senior Bowl just a couple years ago. But it's just cool to see CSU back in the national spotlight for the talent that they have out wide. For years and years, it felt like, you know, we were sending guys to the league left and right. Had that nice little run under McIlwain and Bobo where we earned the nickname Wide Receiver U. Kind of went away for a little bit, but now we back up. 
and hopefully it's going to lead to more team success as well. Anyways, no matter how you look at this, good publicity for CSU, great publicity for Jay Norvell. This is a big selling point you can use on the recruiting trail. The fact that Norvell's reputation to identify and develop NFL talent speaks for itself. And honestly, it's going to be beneficial for a lot of guys on the team. Yes, they may be coming with the intent to watch Torrey Horton, but you're also going to see Mohamed Kamara, Chigose Anusium, Jacob Gardner, an early look at Jack Howell and Blackburn and Hector and some of those guys. The more you can have NFL scouts in there evaluating, the better chance that some of these guys are going to get an opportunity at the next level. It's just how this works. And just the last thing I'll say here before we move on talk about the uniforms is that I fully expect Torrey Horton to be a top 75 pick. I think he has the potential to be a top 50 pick. But assuming he's healthy, has another great year, just keeps doing his thing, he's going in the first three rounds. You can bank on that. All right, let's move on. Let's let's talk about these uniforms. When you get hurt, though, Bax and Shanker, they're here to help. Bax and Shanker wins for Colorado families. They've been helping those who are seriously injured in Colorado for more than 25 years. They're free until they win money in your case. No upfront fee to speak with you about your case. No fee while they work on your case. No fee unless they win your case and win money for you. Bax and Shanker has won over $1 billion for their clients, now with even more locations serving all of Colorado, including neighborhood offices in Denver, Aurora, Inglewood, and Fort Collins. Bax and Shanker has the strength and power to win your case with more than 30 lawyers and 100 staff. Bax and Shanker helps with all kinds of injury cases when you weren't at fault. Car accidents, motorcycle, rideshare, pedestrians, trucks, they can even help if you're injured at work. Call Bacchus and Shanker at 222-2222 to find out if you have a case for free. Bacchus and Shanker wins. Also, professional rugby is returned to Rugby Town USA. Your hometown American Raptors have begun their six-match homestand against the six South American rugby teams that make up the brand-new Super Rugby Americas competition. You can find their whole schedule at AmericanRaptors.com. What's even better, though, is our guy Colton Strickler has everything covered for you. He's got the weekly DNVR Rugby podcast. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. Follow him on Twitter at DNVR underscore rugby. You can also follow his personal account at Colton Strickler. He is a CSU alum, Rams support Rams. But make sure you're checking out that DNVR rugby pod for exclusive interviews with athletes, coaches. He's going to provide betting advice, whatever you need. It's going to be there. If you're in town, you want to hang out. DNVR is going to have watch parties for all the matches this year with swag and ticket giveaways. It's going to be epic. Tickets are just $10 and children 12 and under are free for all American Raptors matches at Infinity Park. If you can't make it out, watch all of the matches live on ESPN+. Cool, cool, cool. Let's talk about these new unis for CSU football. Um, like I said, you can see the photos online, CSU football. You can go to any of their accounts or go to the dnvr.com for my brief piece. Didn't really give any of my opinion in that because I knew I would be recording the pod, but I did lay out the basic information, which I will go over right now. If you haven't seen the uniforms yet, um, I would call it like a modernized throwback look, essentially. It's definitely a little simpler, but I dig it. They no longer are going to be wearing the white and green helmets anymore. Those are gone. Uh, the gray uniforms also gone. And probably the biggest surprise is that they won't have green pants, at least for the time being. Wouldn't shock me if they bring those back down the line. But for the moment, they're embracing tradition. They're embracing green and gold. And frankly, I've got no problems with that at all. Their jerseys have got a nice flow to them. I like that they're going to be wearing gold pants every week now. 
that hits on some major nostalgia vibes for me. Obviously not the Vegas gold that I grew up with during the BVP era, but honestly, I'm convinced at this point that the companies must not be able to make it that shiny with this new thinner moisture wicking material that they use. Because as far as I know, at least what I can think of off the top of my head, nobody has that shiny appearance anymore. Maybe I'm wrong, but I certainly can't think of anybody that has that classic shiny gold or silver pant anymore. So it just, it is what it is. It feels like I'm yelling at the sky at this point, so I'm not going to whine about that. I'm just going to be excited. I'm going to be excited that they brought a change. First of all, it was time. Not that there was anything wrong with those those old uniforms that they introduced in 2016. I liked the ram horn on the sleeves. That's gone. Now it's stripes. I didn't mind the pants or anything like that. But basically, it's been nothing but bad memories since they switched over to them. And I just, I felt like it was time to shake it up. You had them through multiple staffs. Neither of them went very well. Now you've got a new coach who, you know, he's a little more old school. Jay Norvell's not about all this alternate crap. If it were up to him, I don't even know if they would have state pride unis or ag day. They'd probably just wear green and gold week in, week out. And for the most part, outside of those two alternates, that's what they're going to be doing. I think it's cool. Like, I understand that you have to have an element of this. You need to have some swag, especially for recruiting and and everything. But there's also something to be said about the history, the pride, the tradition, representing your colors over 150 years, you know? You're playing for something bigger than yourself. And to me, we just got away from the tradition a little too much over the last six, seven years trying to be the flashy thing. And it's not like we have much to show for it. So I kind of like just resetting, going a little bit more old school, embracing our roots, and just going with a classic, timeless look. This look would have been good 20 years ago. It'll still look good 20 years from now. As much as we get caught up in all the swag and the arms race that has become college football, at the end of the day, the best programs, Georgia, Alabama, how many uniforms do you see them rocking? I know Georgia has a black alternate they'll pull out every now and then, but for the most part, they keep it traditional. Bama, they're going to be rocking crimson or they're going to be rocking white. That's it. Oklahoma, they're rocking red, they're rocking white. I guess they do have a one alternate that's like a cream uniform. But my point is some of the biggest, most successful programs out there, those schools, you could look at someone like USC, historically Texas, though less so over the last 15 years, same with a school like Nebraska. They're kind of examples that you don't need all the flash and swag to be able to win. And at the end of the day, I do think there's great strength in having such a recognizable brand. If you're even a casual sports fan, If Texas is on, you're going to know by that burnt orange. You're going to recognize that Alabama A, the Penn State white. And I get that a Mountain West school, you're obviously on a different level than some of these premier programs across the country. But to me, it feels like schools have gone so far trying to be the next Oregon, rocking a different uniform combination every week, that they have no identity. And while you might get some props on Twitter when you post your jersey on game day, people like uni swag share it with some fire emojis or whatever, is it really that valuable if people turn on the game and nobody knows who you are? It's at least something to consider, I think. 
So again, don't take this wrong. I'm not trying to be the old man that's like, oh, alternates are bad. You only need two jerseys home and away and anything else is extra. I'm not, I get there's value in marketing and all that, but at my core, I'm a college football purist. I'm a traditionalist. I like rivalry. I like true colors and, and what they stand for. And I just, I'm big on all of the, the history of the game. And I think when you throw all of that out, you kind of lose sight of what makes college football special in the first place. And so I really like that we're embracing our roots. I think it's about time. I think we had gone too far with the green and white over the last couple of years. I understand that the, the helmet was a sweet design. I have no complaints about the design. It was more just that I got to a point where I felt like I missed green and gold. And also the vibes were not very good in those white helmets, no matter what they wore it with. It just, from the very first time they debuted it in the 2017 New Mexico Bowl, it was like, oh God, the white helmets are on. This is going to be a long night. They make me think of getting curb stomped by Boise State and the Colin Hill knee injury and just so many other horrible moments. I was over it. I was just over it. And I think it's pretty common, you know, when you have a new regime, a new coach, you shift it up, get a new look. You see it in pro sports when you get a new superstar. We're in the Norvell era now. We're in the grit era. And in this era, we're embracing pride. We're embracing tradition. We're embracing green and gold. And I like that. We're still going to have the state pride uniforms. We're still going to have Ag Day. So twice a year, you get to put on something fancy. It's a little bit different. But I'm a fan of embracing our roots, really creating a strong identity with green and gold again. And I think it's going to be good for CSU that if you turn them on, they're going to be recognizable. So anyways, that's my two cents on the new uniforms. I'm stoked about them. I think they're going to look even better in person cannot wait for football season to get here we're going to move on we're going to talk about san diego state the latest with this situation do got to shout out the homies over at breckenridge brewery though right now the beer of the month is the mountain beach sour which is one of my personal favorites so tart so crisp just the right amount of sweetness it's going to hit every single time but if you're not into sours that's okay because breck brew has a beer for any occasion there's no better way to watch a game than having ice cold breck brew in hand It all comes down to their love and passion for making good beer. They've been doing it for 32 years. They make it with 100% renewable energy. Gotta love that. And you've gotta love how convenient they make it for you to find any Breckenridge beer. Just head on over to breckbrew.com and check out the Breck Beer Locator to find a brew near you. Also, take on the sun with gear that's built to last. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered for the warm weather ahead with premium polarized shades at an affordable price. Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that offers a world-class product that's just as good as any expensive pair we've worn. Durable frames and extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures. And that's not all either. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every single pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. So if you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they're going to send you a brand new pair, no questions asked. Wear your Shady Rays with confidence because they have your back long after you purchase. You can shop the entire collection at the brand new location in the Park Meadows Mall, a full-stop shop for all things Shady Rays. And again, if you don't love your Shady Rays, exchange for a new pair or return them free within 30 days. No risk when you shop. Their team always has your back. Exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays giving out the best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com. Use the code DNVR for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the Shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. All right, so big news in the realignment circles. 
It was reported by Pete Thamel of ESPN that San Diego State gave the Mountain West notice that they intend to resign from the league. That part, not exactly surprising. San Diego State has been heavily rumored to the Pac-12 for quite some time now. Should be noted that no official invite for San Diego State is on the table yet, at least that we know of. Though I do fully expect the Pac-12 to invite San Diego State, probably SMU as well, uh, in the very near future. What's really interesting about this situation, we talked about it a little bit at the beginning of the podcast, they have not officially told the Mountain West that they're leaving. They've told the Mountain West that they intend to leave and that they want a one-month delay on the June 30th deadline to do so. And frankly, the league should laugh them out of the room. San Diego State has until June 30th to officially tell the league that they will be departing for the 2024 year. If they do that, the exit fee will be uh, roughly $16.5 million. That goes up to the ballpark of $34 million, though, if they miss that deadline. And if you're the Mountain West, that's the entire reason you have these deadlines in the first place, to protect yourself. You can't make it easier for them to leave. That makes zero sense. You're not going to make it, hey, yeah, we'll, we'll give you an extra month to figure out how to abandon us. No, we're not going to double your fee to do it. No, we're going to say, hope the door doesn't hit you on the way out, you know, like, San Diego State, probably gone. Can't really do much about it, but we're certainly not going to aid them in that process. In fact, you should do the opposite. Do everything in your power to leverage as much gain out of this situation for the conference as you can. We're not going to throw San Diego State a bone. You think that you're power five bound? Good for you. Good for you, genuinely. Like I'm not throwing shade from that perspective. They've earned this opportunity, but either... Tell the league by June 30th that you're going to be gone for 2024 or pay up. Show me the money. I mean, I guess I can't blame them for trying, but it's just a ludicrous request, especially especially considering the situation. San Diego State's admin, they were at the Mountain West Board of Governors meeting in Hawaii on June 6th and reportedly on June 13th, one week later, sent the written notice that they were going to leave. You think they didn't know that before the the trip to Hawaii? They knew. They got a free trip out of it. Good for them. But if you're the rest of the ADs, school presidents, if you're Gloria Navarez, you got to tell them to stick it. You don't get to break up with somebody and then ask a week later if they'll help you move. That's not how this works. That's not how any of this works. So it's going to be a really interesting couple of weeks in this conference, and we're going to see what type of backbone the, the new commission has. We're going to see uh, what the schools decide to do. The Mountain West media days certainly seem a lot more interesting now. But it sure seems like this matchup with San Diego State this year probably going to be the last conference game between CSU and San Diego State for a while, uh, at least until they maybe end up in the same league again a couple years from now. Who, who knows what happens in the ever-changing world of realignment. I just know that CSU needs to position itself so that whenever the next moves end up going down, you know, post-San Diego State, SMU going to the Pac-12 or whatever, CSU needs to be the G5 school. We've invested far too much. We've got the resources. We've got a great state. We've got an epic college town. We've got an amazing campus. Like, we have it all just got to start winning. So big couple of weeks for the Mountain West. I'll have some guests on here to kind of talk about it, get some different perspectives from around the conference. Um, yeah, getting crazy.
But shout out to all of you for continuing to support the content. Thank you for listening to the pod. Even in the off season, it means a lot. I know it'll be a lot more exciting when we get in the regular season and all that, but uh, we're getting there. We're so close. We're so close. I can taste it. Till then, though, we'll mix it up. We'll keep it original. We'll have some fun, do some weird off-season stuff. Do what we can. Just make the time pass. But, uh, yeah, I'm Justin Michael. Thank you for listening to the DMVR Rams podcast. We'll be back with more content later this week. Much love, y'all. Peace. Probably never make it when well, you listening to that right now. I said we on now.